Hello and welcome to the Form of Higher Healing Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding your inner David. So the David that I'm referring to in this episode is David from the scripture, from First and Second Samuel. Uh, I chose this particular topic because I believe that it kind of resonate with a lot of you out there and how you can be changed by what someone else tells you like you can start off feeling a certain way like oh I can accomplish this I can do this I can do that and then after a while people tell you that no your dreams are a reality you can't do that so I picked King David because David felt in his heart of hearts that he would be able to take on the giant Goliath. He didn't tell his father that he was going to fight Goliath. He didn't tell his older brothers that he was going to fight Goliath. The only person he told was King Saul that, hey, I want to take on this giant that so many other people are afraid of. And I believe that if David would have told his parents that, hey, I want to take on uh, Goliath or I want to take on this giant or even if he would have told his brothers, they would have kind of convinced him that, hey, you're too young to do that. There's no way you'll be able to f- defeat this giant. Nobody else can, so you won't be able to. And that kind of probably would have stirred um, David in a different direction that he took. Because David felt that, okay, I can take on this giant, which he did because he felt that There was no way that this giant could come up against him and his God. God had David's back, and in his mind, he stood on that, which ultimately made him the the victor. He was victorious in that moment. So who and what was that, that voice that told you that, hey, no, your dreams are too uncommon or your dreams. Nobody has accomplished that dream that you have and made it so that you turned away from who you truly are. Because David, if he would have turned away from who he felt that he was, he probably wouldn't have been able to become king and he wouldn't have been able to take care of his family. Like he took care of his family because of what he believed in. And I feel like a lot of families don't realize that your kids could have been sent by God in the universe to take care of you with the dreams that they were given by God. But if you strip them of that dream, then who comes in? Even though I feel like God may send somebody else to help, it's still, it still kind of messes up the balance that there was. So when you have children, just make sure if they have dreams, tell them that, hey, your dreams are amazing and make them feel that they can accomplish that, that they can do it because you never know who they were intended to help in this lifetime. So let's go a little bit into the story of David and Goliath. Um, David was considered a young boy I know um, for war, 
you had to be at least 20 and up. So David was considered young to go to war. So he was under the age of 20. I'm not for certain what age he was, but we know that he was under 20. So he was um, tending to sheep. So he was a sheep breeder. He wasn't in war. He didn't train to go to war. He, well, if we go back to him being a sheep breeder, he still has to protect them. But from the standpoint of him actually being in war, fighting other men, he didn't do that. So he wasn't trained the way that the other people were trained, the other soldiers were trained. But David felt that if he can protect the sheep from tigers and lions or bears or whatever other animals that um, would try to attack the sheep, then he would be able to take on a giant. He had that much confidence in himself. So when he went to King Saul, he pretty much told King Saul, like, hey, I want to go up against Goliath. I want to go up against this giant because he saw that so many people feared Goliath. He went to take food to his brothers while they were in the war, and the brothers were afraid. His three older brothers were afraid. So he looks, and he's just like, I could do this. And King Saul was just like, but you're just a boy. And then he put out there like, hey, I, I protect sheep from these different types of animals. I can handle this. And King Saul said, okay, let's see. Although David still negotiated his terms because, okay, if I'm defeating this giant that everybody's afraid of, what am I going to get? So it's... King Saul said, you can marry my daughter and I'll take care of your family. So he got things uh, in return for actually defeating the giant, defeating Goliath. And if we look back, they said Goliath was at least 10 feet tall. So when David went to fight Goliath, Goliath was, you sending me this young boy and send me a man and just talking smack and David's still confident and okay I can do this David has a slingshot and a stone and Goliath is in armor and it's weighted and all this stuff that you have when you go to war and all David had was this stone and the slingshot And if you want to look into it more, you'll realize that, okay, the slingshot wasn't a slingshot that most people think about. It was more so like a slingshot from Matilda and Mrs. Trunchbull, one of those ones you swing around and you you throw it. But the fact that he has to put that stone on and swing it around and actually hit a target, like, you have to have some good accuracy. Like, you have to be on it. So when he used that slingshot... And that stone went towards Goliath. It hit him right between the eyes, knocked him out. And they don't know if Goliath was actually pronounced dead right then and there or if he was unconscious. But David finished him off after that was happened, after he knocked him out. So if David in his mind felt like he wasn't strong enough or he wasn't big enough to defeat Goliath, 
Like if he had, I guess, any inkling of a doubt, then he probably wouldn't have been victorious. But he came in there already victorious in his mind, that he already went run the battle. Like God already crowned him in that moment. And I feel that that's how we are as kids. We believe that he, we have this dream and this dream is worthy of expression. And then we're told by other people that might not have um, accomplished their dreams that no, your dreams are not realistic. And then I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Even now, regardless of your age, I believe that if you have a dream, you can, you can make it come true. Everything is a part of the imagination. So if you imagine good things, it's gonna happen. If you imagine bad things, it's gonna happen. The imagination is what we use to create our life. So why not create the most positive, most abundant type of lifestyle that you can create? And then in, in the essence, you can prove people wrong, but that's not the intention, is to make you feel happy and whole because you're actually being true to yourself. Because you're not following your dreams is that you're actually following the po- person's dream that told you that you couldn't. Because them telling you that you, you couldn't do it, what you wanted to do was something that they had in their imagination. So they created this vision for you. And now you're acting out the vision that they had for you instead of acting out your own vision. So get your pen, get your paper, write down what you want to do in this lifetime, who you want to be, what you want to become, and envision that, hold it, and do what you need to do to make it become a reality. And let go of anything that's holding you back. I don't care if it's yourself. I don't care if it's people that have told you that you can't do it. I don't care who it is or what it is. Let it go and live the life you were meant to live. Okay? So, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, I will be posting again soon. I want you all to take care of yourself. I love you dearly. Make sure you're loving on yourself as well. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.